0: Montana News with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. That conference committee charged with finding a solution to the impasse that led to the longest government shutdown in the nation's history met for the first time today. And Montana Senator John Tester, one of the members, says it needs to hit the ground running. Quote, this unnecessary government shutdown disrupted too many lives, Tester said during a media call on Tuesday. If we don't strike a long-term budget deal, we're going to end up right back where we started. President Donald Trump has tweeted he'll consider closing the government once again on February 15th or declare a national emergency to get the $5.7 billion he wants for a wall along the southern border. Tester says Senator Richard Shelby, the Republican from Alabama, has already offered a bill that includes full funding for the wall, but the bill provides no larger plan on border security and lacks a cost-benefit analysis. Other options, including modern technology, will also be discussed, according to Tester. Tester also said the final bill will contain more than one thing. The drugs coming into this country, whether it's the southern border or the northern border, aren't coming through in backpacks. They're coming across in cars and trucks, and that's a fact. Federal officials say most of the drugs entering the U.S. arrive in ports and airports, primarily Los Angeles, Miami, Boston, and Seattle. The Montana Department of Natural Resources and Conservation says it needs more money for more logging and timber sales in national forests. DNRC is requesting about $7 million a year more from the state legislature than it did in 2017. Executive Director John Tubbs says the department needs to hire more employees, partly to make up for attrition and partly to prepare to start logging national forests under a farm bill program. DNRC, since I've taken over, he said, has lost 20 full-time employees. We're going to ask for some FTEs, but even if those who are approved for the forestry division will be net down 14 FTE since I started. In particular, Tubbs wants enough money to hire six and a half people to help expedite timber sales authorized in the 2014 Farm Bill. Revenue from those timber sales would remain in the state instead of going to the federal government under the Good Neighbor Authority in that Farm Bill. Officials say that by 2022, Montana would be making enough money from the sales to pay the extra employees without dipping into the general fund. Tubbs called it a prime-the-pump type of deal where we're asking the state to put those positions in place so we can get the timber revenue started. Then we can report back two years from now as to the success of that revenue generation, end quote. Economists at the University of Montana have begun their annual series of Economic Outlook seminars. The first was in Helena Tuesday, and they looked at affordable housing. Since the 2008 national housing market bust, Montana has seen annually 4.1% growth in housing prices per year statewide. That's according to Patrick Barkey, the director of UM's Bureau of Business and Economic Research. He says Montana prices are growing at about the national rate, but prices in individual areas are vastly different. Helena has seen home prices rise by 16% since 2012, but they're still lower than Missoula or Gallatin counties. Prices in Helena are averaged $227,000. In Missoula, home prices averaged And in Bozeman, almost $348,000. Renters are finding it harder as well. Median rent in Bozeman is now $925 a month. The state average is seven forty-one. dollars Barkey says housing prices are getting so high on the West Coast that they're starting to slow economic growth. Because of a lack of affordable housing, that means workers can't move to take jobs. The dispute over who leads the Crow tribe's government is continuing, as supporters of the tribe's most recent vice chairman seized tribal financial documents in defiance of the chairman Alvin A.J. Not Afraid's administration, who they maintain was ousted from power in a January 19th recall election. Voters in that election, according to then-vice chairman Carlson Duke Gozahed, overwhelmingly opted to remove Not Afraid and the tribe's secretary, R. Knut Okro. Not Afraid says the election was invalid after a restraining order was issued on the eve of the election. Gozahead supporters say the restraining order was invalid because it was not served in time. At a swearing-in ceremony earlier this month, the tribe's legislative branch recognized Gozahead as the new chairman, and former Vice Secretary Sean Backbone as the new secretary. A spokesman for Not Afraid says the tribal legislature had no authority to make that move. Montana State University announced Tuesday it has completed the most successful fundraising campaign in its history, raising more than $413 million in eight years. MSU and the MSU Alumni Foundation launched the public phase of What It Takes campaign in September of 2015. The goal was to raise a record $300 million by the end of 2018. The university surpassed that goal two years early in October of 2016. Money raised by the campaign will go to student scholarships, classrooms and laboratories and programs aimed at building student leadership skills. MSU Alumni Foundation President and CEO Chris Murray says the organization is thrilled and humbled by the success of the campaign. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.